Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Tech Bros podcast. It is with me, Raj, and my co host. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> My co-host. <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to have that little pause there. I'll be like, it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hi, everyone. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, same old, same old. You? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. We're mm-hmm. talking, we're, we're actually ha- having our first, I think it might be our first repeat episode. Yes, it is. Is it's the review. first time we've we've circled back to a topic that we've discussed in a previous episode. Yeah, <clears throat> which is uh, which is interesting, and I think it's because of the fact that we were obviously so. Uh, how can I say? We 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 saw it all coming. That's why we were discussing NFTs way before everyone else started discussing NFTs. We yes. were the cool ones. Yes, exactly. We 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 jumped on the train at the right time. Yeah, it was about a year ago. I think we did the episode then. Oh, was it? I feel like it's been a long time. It's, it's definitely been a long time, hasn't it? I think it has been like a year. Oh wow! I can I can check if you like. I'm sure it's a year because if it, it feels it feels it feels that long. It feels like seventy years. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a long, long, long time ago. Long time. <laughs> yes, we are going to be discussing NFTs. Yep, we're coming back to, to NFTs, the mm-hmm. non-fungible tokens. Yes, and we're going to be kind of talking about how it's you know it has changed a lot since. Um, you know, since we've talked, and I think in terms of popularity, it's obviously taken on a whole new level. Whole new level. Whole new level. I can't even say it. Could it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're you're absolutely right with that. It's it's literally blown out of proportion. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about some of the things that have happened, and I guess we we can briefly go over what it is, what NFTs are. Because I think a lot of people still don't really understand what they are, but mm-hmm. I think we explained it last time, and you can go and listen to that one. But just for the sake of uh, going back here, mm-hmm. it is a non-fungible token. Yep. It is a essentially a digital asset that's stored on a blockchain. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to NFTs, they are each token is basically uniquely identifiable, and that's why it's non-fungible. Yes. If you if you buy something in a shop and you use a five pound note, I can use a five pound note, and they're both the same. That's what it means to be fungible because each mm. note is, you know, all five pound notes are basically the same thing. Yes. But they're non fungible because each of the tokens are unique, essentially. Yes. So that's what it means by non fungible. Mm-hmm. And what they essentially mean is that they allow you to be able to have some kind of public proof of ownership over some kind of assets or some kind of digital asset, be it an image, be it a, be it a song, be it a, an album, digital art, lots of things like that. Yes, exactly. And so that's what it's kind of trying to be, is it's trying to introduce some kind of scarcity to digital assets, which by nature are not scarce at all. You can, 
once an image is put up on the internet, you can endlessly reproduce that and replicate it. So mm-hmm. there isn't any scarcity. And so this is one way of being able to try and get some kind of scarcity. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And for, from what I've been seeing for a very long time now, that everybody is just jumping onto this now. Music producers, artists, even just your, well, let me not say common. <laughs> just like somebody like Raj or myself, I even created NFTs. And just going on to a news article that I was reading on NFTs today. It says here, schoolboy makes £750,000 selling whale-themed NFTs. <laughs> I mean, it's just funny. <laughs> and I've seen it, and it's literally just a whale, like, one of those a whale wearing a hat, another one smoking a pipe, And, like, literally, this schoolboy, he is a schoolboy. He's in school. He doesn't even have a bank account yet. Yeah. And that's how much money he's made. And, well, with that being said, he makes £750,000. However... All that is tied up in cryptocurrency. Yeah, so it wouldn't be that he's traded it directly for dollars or pounds or whatever it might be. He would have traded it for, I guess, like Ethereum or something. Yep, that's the one he's that's the one he's traded it um, that he's got it in. Yeah, so a lot of I think a lot of a lot of NFTs tend to be on the Ethereum blockchain. So there are different types of blockchain. I guess is worth yeah emphasizing is that you can have different types of different blockchains that maybe have differences in their properties but they all are kind of the same thing yeah and different nfts can be tied to different blockchains so ethereum is probably the most popular one now actually Mm. but i think critics a lot of critics were saying that well with any cryptocurrency there's the risk Mm -hmm. now you know you would lose everything before you're even able to even take your money out so I'm hoping that, you know, he he's able to retrieve all his money. But because imagine you go to bed and then you wake up and you find out all your money's gone. Yeah. And we and we have had a lot of stories of NFTs being stolen of people essentially have their crypto wallets where they keep their, their assets. And we have had, you know, reports of those NFTs being stolen. And if they are worth a lot of money they you know that's a lot of money that's just been you know taken from you gosh how how are people able to even steal so i mean there's a few things i mean it it can be sort of a user error thing you know basic things such as not giving your password to other people and that sort of thing Uh uh-huh yeah but there's also issues in terms of actually getting so the whole thing the whole idea behind blockchain is that you're 
you're getting essentially some kind of proof of work where whatever entry you have of like I transferred one NFT to Egerton is yeah. added to this ledger, which is known as yeah. blockchain. And you have to do some kind of proof of work to to record that on the ledger. Yeah. But we all may not have access to this. We may not ha- all be working off of the same ledger. Mm-hmm. We can have different forks of this blockchain where you, one person might have a set of uh, transactions in this ledger and some, other, some person might be working off blockchain which has different aspects of, mm-hmm. of uh, and the whole idea of, of you know, crypto and blockchain is supposed to be decentralized. Yeah. So rather than everything being held up in, an, in a central authority like a bank, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of up to everyone to get to manage this themselves yeah. as a sort of decentralized approach. But the problem is you need some kind of centralization to know who's actually given what to whom. Yeah, exactly. And, and so that kind of creates some problems if you actually want to decentralize because you need actually some centralization. Mm-hmm. So that's created problems because people might not actually be going off of transactions that in one blockchain that transaction went through or another one it didn't. It didn't. Yeah. Gosh. So yeah, that's an that's that's a big one then, really, isn't it? Just wake up yeah. and it's gone. And there's nothing gone, you can yeah. do about it because it's not regulated. Yeah. So one of the things that's also happened is that it's become a sort of a badge of of honor, especially on like social media, where mm-hmm. you might see a profile picture that has an ape on it, or a profile picture that has like a hexagon on it, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, or has some kind of like like the the art isn't even good. <laughs> like if, if it was good art, I'd be like, okay, cool. But the art's not actually that good good yeah i just mean i just mean aesthetically it's not amazing but mm-hmm. people have these you know nfts as like the profile pictures there's like a badge of honor about it saying like i own it um yeah. but it doesn't have like value in of itself you're kind of hoping to resell it to someone who is willing to pay more than you paid for it yeah and then they're gonna hope to sell it on to someone uh, for higher than the price like there isn't any real value to the nft mm. itself yeah mm. and just going on to another article that i saw this morning which this is actually off uh, very hot off the press um premier league oh okay yeah, so now the Premier League are getting into NFTs as well. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. So a deal that was discussed today, um, which is the 8th of March. Yeah. Um, um, was discussed about um, the launch of 20 clubs launching digital assets within this year, NFTs. And... The deal we uh, the deal is actually worth hundreds of millions of pounds. Mm. These digital assets, um, we don't know what they are at the moment because, of course, the deal only got reached today. But I would I would assume if it was something like NFTs, it would be like, what would you think? Player 
well, well, not player cards per se. So it's very nebulous as to what actually could be used as a, as a way of, you know, of value essentially. Yeah. So there's been a number of different applications that have been proposed for it. So one is like music artists being able to give exclusive content to fans, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, or like in games, uh, giving people their own character in the game mm-hmm. or something like that. So there have been a few examples of that. Ubisoft is getting quite big into NFTs at the moment. They're announcing their, they announced the whole sort of initiative about that. Okay. Um, and there have been a few games that have been trying to do that sort of thing where you have your own like character in the game or again, sort of exclusive content, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of hard to know like uh, where it's all going. Yeah. Um, even like Quentin Tarantino released seven NFTs based on uncut scenes of Pulp Fiction. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then Miramax, the company, had to file a lawsuit because they claimed that the film rights were being violated. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, so it's like people are trying to use it for a lot of different things. Yeah. But they ultimately, the things themselves like could have value. Like, I guess, like, you know, an uncut scene of Pulp Fiction is something that I think has some value aside from mm-hmm. just a, a picture of an ape. But, yeah. But I wonder if this is necessarily the best way of just of sharing that. Like, why can't that be just bought using money? <laughs> mm, exactly. Well, to, to be honest, uh, prior to this podcast, <laughs> I did say to Ra, just like, how uh, how about me making NFTs? <laughs> we'll make an NFT of this episode. Oh, then, we could do. We and then could see do. how, pe- and then see how people <laughs> see how much we can get for it. <laughs> because if somebody's doing the NFT of Wells, why can't we? <laughs> <laughs> I right. should say that. Uh, I mean, there's a couple of things. One is that people have yeah. made money off of it. Yes, absolutely. And, and you know, that's fair. And I guess that if people have made money off of it, they might be hesitant to listen to criticisms of it. Yeah. And so, you I mean, you can sort of bear that in mind when you're sort of trying to research it and that sort of thing, is that if, people's, if people have a vested interest, they know that if they've made money off of it, that, they're probably not going to say NFTs are bad, right? Yes, exactly. So, so if people have made money off of it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you will make money off of it. Do you yeah. the person listening? Yes, that's true. That's true. And as I said, there's always the element of risk. Yes. And of course, we can't really talk about NFTs without talking about the environment. <laughs> oh god oh dear yeah that's true that is so these things are you know computationally very intensive they use a lot of energy yes they do for the environment i've seen some i've seen some people online trying to justify it by saying that well making money loses up energy as well like paper money it doesn't use up anywhere near the level of energy that yeah, exactly. Exactly. It uses some energy, yes, but yes. not nowhere near as much. Absolutely not. So yeah, um, yeah, you do have have the environmental 
implications to also think about. Yeah. With that. But you never know. You, I say you... that's a... Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was going to say something else. Oh, no, I was just going to say, you never know um, in many years to come. Um, if producing NFTs will consume less energy. <laughs> I mean, yes, there, I mean, there have been efforts to, I guess, in, in the spirit of balance, there have been efforts to try and make blockchains that are cleaner, that are greener, that, you know, aren't using as much energy. Yeah. Um, but there are still problems. And certainly you can't, it's, it's hard to retroactively fix the things that are already there. Like yeah. To take, for example, Ethereum and actually make that more environmentally sound. And yeah. also this has been the reason why there's been a, like a shortage of chips and graphics cards. Yeah. All of it has been driven by NFTs. And so that's why that's had an impact on manufacturing of other products, such as video game consoles. For a long time, we couldn't get, people couldn't buy PlayStation 5s because graphics cards were in short supply because everyone was trying to get in on NFTs and create mining farms, basically. Yep, absolutely. So it's been like, very disruptive and environmentally it's kind of all over the place <laughs> <laughs> oh dear we'll see i will say there's a if you if anyone's interested there's a really good video online it's called the problem with nfts it's by a youtube channel called folding ideas it's mm-hmm. i think over two hours long <laughs> oh wow but it's but it's one of it's like such a well-researched like piece on it mm-hmm. it's kind of like the ultimate word on nfts i would say so definitely give that a watch it's yeah. very, it's very it's it's not it's not dry it's actually very entertaining as well so you can mm-hmm. give that a watch and uh yeah definitely it's a lot there in terms of some of the problems with it yeah i'll definitely be having a look at that Maybe something for your for for your bedtime. Yeah, bed, bedtime watching. Yeah. Hours. Well, I mean, prob- I mean, probably you're gonna consume it in chunks rather than all in one go because it's, yeah. you know, and it's the length of a movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's that is true. That is true. But yeah, did we have anything else on NFTs at all? I think we covered um, them. I think we've covered the majority of it, haven't we? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot out there, and I'm sure yeah, that people a lot. can. I mean, I'm sure that people can get lost in a lot of rabbit holes about it. But mm-hmm. I think, I think it's just be be careful of people giving you financial advice. Is I guess the upshot of it, you know? Because yeah. there's a lot of talk about NFTs being something of like a pyramid scheme or a Ponzi scheme because of the fact that you Ponzi. are buying <laughs> because you're buying stuff in order to sell it on. Like you're, and there's no guarantee that the stuff you that you'll be able to sell it on for a good amount of value. So, or anything at all. Or anything at all. And so yeah. just be just be careful with your money is all I'm saying. Yeah. Say no to Ponzi, Ponzi schemes. Say no to pyramid schemes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, on that. On that amazingly happy <laughs> note. yeah on that thank you for listening as always please like comment and share and subscribe
it does help us out a lot. And um, yeah, we, we really hope that you've enjoyed this episode and well, all our episodes, in fact. <laughs> and exactly. yeah, and we will um, speak to you very soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everyone.